are now listening to What the Bell with me, Bell. Come along and join me as I bring you on wild turn and twist of adventures from life's lessons, love advice, and just the pursuit of living your best damn life with a little sprinkle of gossip and positivity. So sit back, relax, and grab your hot tea, because here we go. Let's start the show. You are now listening to What the Bell with me, Bell. Come along and join me as I bring you on wild turn and twist of adventures from life's lessons, love advice, and just the pursuit of living your best damn life with a little sprinkle of gossip and positivity to sit back, relax, and grab your hot tea, because here we go. Let's start the show. Hey guys, hey. So I know that a lot has happened overnight and I wanted to record this as freshly as I possibly could. So right now we are November 9th. It is the day after the elections um, and in the midterms. Let me be specific in case anybody's like, we had a presidential election. No, <laughs> we had midterm stuff. And as for one, you know, if you've been a long time member of the show that my sister, who was once a co-host when it was to stop, um, was running for District 21. And sadly, she did not win. Although... Let me just tell you how proud I am of this stupid bitch. Um, so freaking proud of her because how in the world did she convince over 120,000 people to vote for her? I mean, I'm joking in all honesty because, you know, that's what siblings do, right? But like that shows just how many, how many people really believe in her put their faith in her, saw her passion, her drive, the sparkle in her eyes. Oh my God, I'm so good at talking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just pretty, it was pretty incredible to see while, you know, I saw her go through a range of emotions um, last night, which I guess I'll be nice and not discuss on here, but hit me up later and I'll tell you everything. Just kidding. Um, I know it was, you know, a tough thing. Nobody likes to lose. Even if we know we're going to lose or we expect to lose, nobody likes to lose. And if she's listening, whatever, I don't know, but I will say you did everything that you could and you have my letter and that's, that's pretty much it. I don't need to get any more heartfelt, emotional crap on you guys. I wrote her a letter the evening before and I was prepared just for all the things and I gave her my letter and I don't know if she read it yet, but... I hope it helps her. Wait it. Anyway, guys, another big heartbreaking thing that did happen in Texas was that Beto O'Rourke uh, lost. That threw everybody in tears. I'm not even going to lie. Men and women. Uh, it's it's saddening and it's disappointing. And you guys really know how I feel about the women's rights and just human rights and just, you know, being able to live your damn life however you choose. And right now in Texas, it ain't happening. I don't know what the future is going to hold. All I know is I am continuing to be me. I'm going to continue to share my stories, to share other people's stories, to help highlight certain situations and certain things that need to be highlighted and yelled from the mountaintops. And I very much so encourage you to do the same. And yeah, um, take take the morning period. You know what I mean? It's a loss for sure for all of us. We did not think that this was going to happen. I mean, in all honesty, I thought enough Californian and New York people moved over here 
um, by the way the fucking housing market is. But, <laughs> and, you know, turned out and voted. But, like, I don't know if it wasn't enough. I mean, I want to know who all these 12 million voters in Texas who did not vote. Like, where were you? Where are you? Let, did you need a ride? Like, let us know. We'll hook it up. But I don't really know, guys. It was very saddening to me um I will touch on this a little more later I just feel like we're hearing it we're seeing it a lot and so I don't want to dive too much into it right now because we do have heavy hearts today especially if you're like me and just trying to do everything you possibly could you know and support x y and z so I'm gonna leave the politics there okay and let me get into something a tad more exciting Looking for a bookish podcast? Look no further. I am Sierra, the host of Slightly Bookish. It's a book podcast that discuss a book monthly with friends I made over on Instagram. 90% of the books that are picked are by BIPOC authors, and other times I'm interviewing bookish business within the community. You can find me at Slightly Sierra on Instagram and Slightly Bookish Podcast on Apple and Spotify Podcasts. Guys, it happened the day I never thought was going to come. Um, I finally got to interview Christopher Jamal Evans. That's right, Captain America. Okay, I'm kind of lying. Um, okay, I'm 1,000% fucking lying, but wouldn't that be amazing, right? You guys know how much I just like Captain America? Yes, hello. It's the only reason why I still stay in this damn nation. Um, <laughs> but no, he was just announced this week as... The Sexiest Man of the Year by People's Magazine. And, you know, a lot of times people argue about this or that and, you know, who it is. That one year, I can't remember who it was. Was it like Keith Urban or something? And I was like, no, no. But Chris Evans is somebody everybody is on board with. And look, who can be mad about that, right? And if you're mad about it, I just think you're drinking the haterade and we need to get it out of the way. But anyway, he recently did an interview with People Magazine giving some amazing insight into his life which he doesn't really share a lot about if you follow him on instagram he shares a lot of his dog and random um like and maybe major moments in his life his brother though scott does share so much they have this ongoing thing where they scare the crap out of each other which reminds me of me and my sisters so I wanted to bring this to you guys because I don't think a lot of people have seen this. I mean, look, we've seen the photos. We've seen the video montages on TikTok. Um, you've probably seen me like making dramatic TikToks about them. It happens, you know, S-O-C-K-S, right? But here we go. Um, my probably the closest I will ever get to interviewing Chris Evans interview. And it's not even my interview. It's People Magazines. I'll put the link in the bio. Hello, Chris. Welcome. So when you first found out that you were voted as people's sexiest man of the year, what did you think? Uh, what went through my mind? My mom will be so happy. You know, it's, I mean, she's proud of everything I do, but, but this is something she can really brag about. It's something that is, as, you know, I become old and saggy that I can look back and say, I remember then. Um, I mean, really, this would just be a point of, like, bullying to my friends. I mean, this is, you know, ripe for harassment. So, who was your first crush? I know we're all dying to hear it, and some people may even say that you're their first crush. So, 
let me know who is your first crush first crush was probably maybe like Winnie Cooper maybe Elizabeth Shue maybe Punky Brewster and your first kiss who was it and how old were you were you in a grade I mean let us know um I feel bad, you know, blowing her spot up here. Although I think I said her on a talk show. I was in sixth grade, I think. There was a play, a middle school play. I got so very magically, after getting the lead, one of the cool girls liked me. Um, and what the cool kids did at recess was walk into the woods and kiss. Okay, well, you know, I can think of a handful of people, or and more, who would want to go to the woods with you right about now. <laughs> so, your friends, are they solely just Hollywood actors? Are the Avengers your best friends? Or do you have a group of hometown friends that you've been friends with for, I don't know, since high school or so? My closest friends are the friends that I've grown up with, kids that I've known since I was eight, nine years old. That's, that's the beauty of my my youth that a lot of the kids that I grew up with all kind of stayed around Massachusetts and we're all still incredibly tight and all married and they have kids and um, I always feel bad for people in this industry who don't have like the home friends. If you're only friends with the ones post career, post industry, it make me sad. You know, I, I, I like that I have good friends who love me for me and remember me as exactly who I am. Nothing to do with my resume. So with you being Captain America came a lot of workout regimens, diet restrictions. How are you doing with that now? Are you keeping it up? Like, let us know. Or have you, you know, started eating what you like and indulging in all the not so healthy, but like oh so good foods. I haven't had to play a role like Captain America in a little while, so things like diet and workout regimen really haven't um, been on my radar for the past couple of years. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to turn over a new leaf. It used to be for me. It used to be in the good old days. I could just eat whatever I wanted, have a couple workouts per week, and be okay. That is not the case anymore. It's just not. If I have two beers. I wear it. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, but that's good though. It forces you to kind of rethink, you know, the amount of water you're drinking, how many hours of sleep am I getting, and man, what's my general mental state. If you can have one hobby of your choice, what would it be? The hobby I wish I had would work. I really do love the idea of waking up on a Sunday, putting on some music, and just making something for myself. So for me, uh, woodworking would be something that would really be, you know, some sort of carpentry, furniture making. I, like, I'd love to have, like, a workshop and just, you know, just, just take time to do little repetitive motions of just kind of measuring, cutting, sanding. It just seems very um, therapeutic, meditative. I really like music. You know, I play a few instruments. I like singing. I like dancing. You know, I, I, it's to me, it's what would you do... Uh, if you were the last person on earth, because I always think I, 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 I like a lot of things, and so I, I always think I want to pick up new hobbies, but some of those hobbies I want just to be able to say I can do it. Um, the things I would do if I were the last man on earth, I would sing, I would dance, I would want to work with wood. Yeah, so, so those are the things that I would pursue, and like I said, singing, dancing, music, 
those are things I do now and would continue to. Okay, it's no secret, and I said it right before I started this interview, was that you only post really special images and mainly of your dog. So I would love to know more about Dodger. I love the love my dog has because I love the same way. The amount of ones that I post are dwarfed by the amount of ones that I have in my phone. The man phone will look off better than I ever could. He hates wearing things. Halloween, Christmas, even if it's just cold outside, he despises it. He's furious. I came into set one day on, on Grey Man and one of the wardrobe people was laughing about how they had shrunk one of his shirts. I said, you know what, can I actually keep it? Because I had already posted that thing with him wearing the sweater from Knives Out. I just thought how clever it would be when the movie came out. It looked great, man. Damn, what a good dog. My God. What a lucky thing is you don't know. You don't know what you're going to get. Anyone who's a dog owner knows that it's a bit of a gamble. I hit the lottery. And I know everybody wants to know this, but what is in the future for you? What do you want to do? Is there, you know, love life? What? I know that will break a lot of people's hearts, you know, one day, but what do you want for yourself in the future? Wife, kids, building a family. That's absolutely something I want to do. When you read most of the best artists, whether it's actors, painters, writers, most of them uh, later in life talk about it wasn't about the work they made, it was about the relationships, the families they made, the love they found, the love they share. So that's also something that through my experience through my long 41 years has also rang true that, that those things are the most important so I, I, I love the idea of tradition and ceremony I had a lot of that in my life so the idea of recreating that is I can't think of anything better so what are some things that you dislike within a relationship or just in general I don't like to I, I, I don't like to raise my voice um I don't like, you know, any forms of like manipulation or, or, or uh, I just think, what do I look like? I find a certain level of humility sexy, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean physically at all. Um, just, you know, I think it's very wise to recognize that you might not know it. You know what I mean? It's wise to recognize that you could be wrong. It's, it's wise and mature to be able to say, sorry, or I made a mistake, just to be vulnerable. To not, um, um, not, not, not always be looking for the argument or looking to kind of take things to a combative argument or to place. That takes a lot of maturity. I find that very sexy. And I think declarations of love are great. I love love. You know, I mean, a bit of a sap like that. I, I like being sentimental. I cry pretty easily. I like all that stuff. So yeah, absolutely. So how are you feeling about life right now? Are you wanting to do more? Are you not, I don't want to say you're not happy, but is there something that you're striving for more and you are like, I got to get there and it's a real go-getter attitude type of stuff? I feel a, a deep sense of contentment with my life and my career. And as a result, I think that takes a lot of the weird pressure off um, in terms of how you're perceived and the other people. We have that saying, show me a content man and I'll show you a failure, which I think is such a strange perspective because to me, being content is the ultimate goal. Um, by no means do I think my contentment is at my ambition. It's just kind of shifted my focus a little bit uh, to things maybe outside this industry. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've settled into a, a nicer phase where I'm just happy being at home. 
Well, Chris, thank you so much for sitting down with me and talking all the things. And yeah. I hope you guys found that as entertaining as I would because I'm a fool. But y'all, him being the sexiest man alive and just hearing from him was pretty, pretty cool to see a little insight of like who he is because we all just see photos of him and everybody's like, oh my God, he's so hot, blah, 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 blah. And you see him as Captain America, so you can't really like take him out of that. And he really does seem like a very much so a nice like guy. I don't know. I want to go to Boston. Bug, let's go to Boston. But let me switch gears for a minute because... Right now, as I talk a lot about body positivity, okay, but let me just tell you that everybody, though there's a, a meme going around, so I don't want to say everybody, but, and it says big booties are out and heroin is in, meaning as the way your body looks and everybody remembers back in like 99, 2000s, you know, early 2000s. Everybody was stick skinny, including I.E. me. Hello. I was weighing in at 104 pounds. I looked sickly, but like, that's just how it was. And my metabolism was so high. Damn this tumor for screwing me. But anyway, <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine being where, where I'm at. You know, I'm good. But you, they're saying that that's coming back now, as you can see in the trend with the Kardashians. Literally, Chloe is oh so skinny she's been working out and who knows you know, whatever if you're gonna get something done you're gonna get something done like that's your money that's on you but and no it's not them saying like oh the big butts are out and um you know the heroin look or whatever is in it's just people in general that are trying to give this more of an attention and i'm gonna be completely real and i've always been real with this body sizing and the shit that, like big boobs uh, ass whatever it shouldn't be a trend and it's not a trend. It's it's sickening because not only are you feeding people who have body dysmorphia, but then when you see this, you're like, you know what? And including me myself, because everybody knows how I want an ass. Um, <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, I want an ass. Like I need to do this. I need to do that. And I'm not going to be enough until I look like this. And, you know, for a long time, I can count, I don't know how many girls or I can, okay, look, this is going to be really, really weird and not weird, but rude, but I can be at a market because y'all know I attend a lot of them and I can see girls that all look like Kylie Jenner like everybody looks the damn same because they got the lip fillers they got these lashes they got whatever done to their face and look more power to you if that's what you want to do and what you want to look like but we should not not be advertising things as such about body issues like this it's such an issue I very much so know a lot of people take issue with this and I don't really I'm sure men go through this because we hear about oh my god uh get yourself a dad bod or you know when it's like summertime when it's hot girl summer we're over here looking at these damn like uh these thotty boys over here <laughs> with you know their abs whatever and it's just like a different season you know what I mean we have you know yeah hot girl summer you know Fat girl winter, fat girl fall, which I don't like calling it fat girl fall. Let me just be completely honest with you. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Like, I'm sorry. Yes, I know I can keep you warm, but like still. Anyway, I digressed so much. But <laughs> I just think it's so sickening and we should not encourage anything like that. So definitely, I always encourage speaking out against it. I just think it's really rude. And a lot of people, of course, it's been instilled that thin is in, thin is healthy when that's not the case. You can find the thinnest person in the world and, you know, you don't know that they're healthy, but yet you can 
see somebody who looks like me and they're healthy as a horse. I'm not healthy as a horse. I got a tumor, but for the most part, I'm healthy. So, (laughs) and yes, while I am being goofy and silly about all the things on here, like having an interview with Chris Evans, you know, only my delusional ass, right? I do want to take a moment and recognize the passing of Aaron Carter at 34. He was found in his home in California in his bathtub. Um, They haven't released the actual cause of death just yet. If you're unfamiliar with him, he rose to fame back in the day at age nine um, as Nick Carter's brother. Um, You well know Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. And he has had a rough past, rough life. Um, you might not think he has a rough life because, oh, you come from fame and money, but people struggle. Okay. And sadly he was battling, um, mental illness and addiction, which is extremely saddening to see that he succumbed to these things. Um, the official word is not out yet, but from what I've read online. So please make sure you check on your people. And this is just a really, really sad time. Um, even the passing of uh, Leslie Jordan, it was it was crazy. All of a sudden, a car accident. You know, there's sadly a lot of death and a lot of grief and mourning of all the things, um, whether it be, you know, physical life here on Earth. Um, people losing jobs right now, you know, with Twitter and Meta. Um, I have a couple of friends that are actually experiencing the job layoff with Meta. Um it's very saddening. Uh, and then just, you know, relationships in that's a whole morning thing. I talked about it in therapy with, uh, with Sarah. Um, so just take care of yourself, check on your people. It's just so important. Even if you think they're okay, or they don't have anything wrong with them, just check in because it's nice. It's very much so nice to feel like that. And you know what, if y'all don't talk every day, but you still just check on them every now and then that means the world to somebody. So do that. So before I end this podcast, I do want to, and I wanted this to be kind of fun, a little goofy, um, just touch base on some things going on right now. Nothing too thought provoking, (laughs) um, just because of the election turnouts and how it's just really been right now. I feel like we're all just living and have this heavy heart right now. And I feel like we just need a little bit more goofiness and not so hard hitting things right now. Um, but one thing I do want to say is that for any of you guys, anybody, I don't care if you have a business or not, or you just, you're content with just working, you know, for somebody else, that's totally okay. But what I want to say is know your worth and your value in your business, regardless, like I said, if you're working for a company or you're working for yourself, whatever it is, know your worth and your value and bring it bring your things to the table. Like, I don't know how to say this without like letting things out right now and do not beg for the attention. And this isn't relationship advice. This is business. This is, you know, work crap. Okay. Let's be real. You should not be begging for a raise when you're doing the work. Okay. You should, yes, present it to the table, let it go through the motions it needs to go through. And if your worth is not being seen at that moment, then you know what you got to do, right? you got to find a new place to go. Um, And the same thing goes with, you know, if you're working in business and without giving too much away, I will say that I was in talks and doing something. Um, 
<laughs> it's very hard for me to like not really get out there and say it, but I was in talks of doing something, uh, did not let a lot of people know about this at all. And I have not been, uh, I would just say replied to I'm not ghosted, but I'm not getting the responses that I need to be getting. And it's frustrating and it will definitely make you feel like, why am I even doing this? Why am I not here on this earth, but why am I here in this space? And you know what? Because of one door won't open doesn't mean that another door won't. You know what I mean? One door opens, a window opens, whatever that whole saying is. Yeah. So look, it's happening for a reason for myself, for sure. Like, I don't like to say that, but I see it. And that's something that I just tell myself and you got to keep going, right? So don't be afraid to, I guess you want to say advocate for yourself in your job, in your businesses. And if these people don't want to help you or not even help you, but just like bring you on board to see your worth, see your value or anything, then you need to make the next big moves. So that way you are valued. You are seen because you are worthy. You are healthy. You are that bitch um, <laughs> to say the very least, you know, and Trust me, we've all been there. I am currently there right now. And I mean, look, it is what it is, right? You can always grow somewhere else. And then you know what? It's going to be their loss, like 1000% their loss. And I already know that this, I'll just say company, look, I'm getting more in depth in things. I'll just say this company is definitely going to be missing out because I feel like they are sleeping on me. And what I bring to the table. So, and that's not even like my day, my day job. Okay. So first off, if you work with me or, you know, of me through work, like it's not about them. Uh, <laughs> it's about other business. So anyway, with that being said, guys, I hope you take care of yourselves. Give yourself all the self-love that you need. And please, if you're in the Austin surrounding areas, I hope to see you at the official shop small business market that I'm hosting on November 26th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have over 40 plus vendors, six different food trucks right now. We got all the drinks going on and we have the Posh Picnic ATX. Please follow them on Instagram. They will be out there setting up a beautiful and gorgeous display for photos and uh, freaking adult size igloo for photos the grinch will be out there santa will be out there there's a throne y'all it's a whole ass thing okay i hope to see you guys there bring the friends kids fur babies the family your out-of-towners those in-laws you don't really care for but you're like you know what i need to do something with them kind of get them out of my out of my house and into a free open area do that and shop i have so many vendors out there they are bringing you all of the things, okay? So please, please, please come out, share all the graphics, share everything, make it a plan, and I hope to see you there. Anyway, guys, please take care of yourselves and each other. I watch too much Jerry Springer, uh, <laughs> even though they're reruns. But yeah, I will see you guys next week at the normal time, midnight, okay? And I think I have a special guest for you next week. That's an actual person, not um, me and this Chris Evans audio that I took from People's Magazine, which is below in the podcast description. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out of here. See you next week.
Hey guys, the fun doesn't stop here. Make sure you're following us at the link in the bio. And yes, we are on all the things.